when um, you say that it comes up from the subconscious, in what way can it change what the pattern is in the subconscious? Just by being aware of it and not acting on it, let's say you saw greed, something like that, greed coming up, you don't act on it. Does that actually eventually change in the subconscious? Yes, but it changes within your conscious self. It's not going to change in your subconsciousness. If your subconsciousness isn't free to come up and be as is in your experience without you adding or taking away from it, it won't change. What enables it to change is that it can come up into your experience and you'll be, you'll be something different in the midst of that than what yourself is like. Once it comes up into your awareness, it's in your conscious self, so it becomes right there a part of your conscious self. It doesn't open without you opening in the midst of that. It won't soften without you softening in the midst of that. Analyzing it and understanding it doesn't integrate it. Being open and soft in the midst of it integrates it. So this doesn't require a good mind or a use of intelligence. It requires you being in your heart, in the midst of yourself, unconditionally. When you die, do you carry the subconscious pattern still? I mean, is that the karma you carry? I mean, or is it because of how you've lived consciously that you have not... No, it, you, it's gone. It's gone. With all the opportunity that you had in your life to evolve as awareness by integrating the entirety of yourself. Ah. Uh -huh. So that's the way you clear karma. By, by the choices in your conscious mind of choosing to live from the heart. Unconditionally. Not because you wish to improve your experience in yourself. Right. Anything that you do for yourself forbids the entrance of your subconsciousness into your conscious self. You increase how yourself is polarized. When you unconditionally open and soften in your heart, in the midst of yourself, you address the polarization of yourself because what you're being in the midst of yourself is non-polarized. Having a good mind isn't going to help you integrate yourself. Did you say to that lady before that being yourself does not lead to self-knowledge, to self-awareness? It, it does a little bit, but not very much. Right. So it's, it's in the state of the disturbance that you experience coming up from the subconscious. It's in that way you get to know it. You don't get to know yourself by experiencing yourself. If you experience yourself from within, 
what you're accustomed to of yourself. You're not knowing yourself. You're perceiving yourself from within your own experience. You can't know yourself without knowing yourself from within your being. If you're not coming from within your being, you have no real perspective. So what you come to know of yourself is from the perspective of what's polarized. Yourself cannot get to know yourself. You can know yourself, but not when you're being yourself. You can get to know your, yourself when you are being your own being in the midst of whatever self you have. Your being is a perfect reflection of you. Yourself isn't. So you can't get to know yourself from within yourself. You get to know your being from within you. What's accurate to you is your own being. So you get to know yourself from within your being, which cannot occur if you're not being your being in the midst of yourself. If you're being yourself, you won't get to know yourself. Is it right to say that jealousy resides in the subconscious? If it's not in your conscious self, yes. Everything that your ancestors dealt with of what they knew and didn't deal with of what they knew resides in your subconsciousness. And it's also a part of yourself. Yourself in its entirety is something that's genetic, you inherit it. It's not you. Your being is true form of you. Yourself is not form of you. Yourself is form of what your ancestors did in response to what they knew throughout their life and didn't do in response to what they knew throughout their life. So you're carrying on with what they left off with. So it's like one has the opportunity of being a terminus for what went before and to not carry it on. If you do that for yourself, if you do that from yourself, you're not getting to know yourself. You're learning how to use yourself to cope with your experience of yourself. There's no fundamental change in that of yourself. There is the modification of yourself. When you modify yourself, you add to the difference between 
your conscious self and your subconscious self. The modification comes from the need in your conscious self to modify. Yourself is able to become just like your own being. But that is not a possibility from within yourself. That's only possible from within your being. That can't occur from within your being unless you are being your being in the midst of yourself. There's no other way. You don't need a good brain for this. All you need for this is to be alive in whatever brain and body you have and to be your being in the midst of it. When you are in your heart, in the midst of your experience, that's the doorway. There isn't another door. Your own heart, your heart center, is the doorway for you to your own being while you're in yourself. You know more than yourself. That's because of your own connection to your being. The connection is unbreakable. But while you can separate from your own being, you can't separate from it completely. The permanent connection is that you always know. You know better than yourself. You know more than yourself. And that's all you need for you to be in yourself in a way that's true to you. If you're true to yourself, you won't get to know yourself. If you're true to what you know, and you're relaxed as awareness in what you know in the midst of yourself, you are being your own being while you're in yourself. and yourself slowly changes. The change is fundamental. Yourself becomes the same as what you're being in it. When you're being yourself in the midst of yourself, you're replicating yourself. You're giving it your own signature. That's like someone serving you a meal and they've prepared it and put it on your plate in the way that they've designed it. The plate in front of you, you then take your fork and you arrange your meal a little bit so that it feels more like you. Some of it you mix up and some of it you don't. 
or just the way it is on your plate, you just simply start eating. What you do with your food and the way that you eat tells you something about yourself. Everything that you're doing tells you about yourself. And it tells you about what you're being in yourself. It tells you all about what you're coming from while you're in yourself. And you can't access the truth of all of that without you coming from your own being. You need being eyes while you're in yourself for you to simply see yourself as it really is. When you have self-eyes while you're in yourself, you cannot see yourself for what it is. You'll see yourself from within your own experience of yourself. That's terribly short-sighted. <laughs> 